That one was okay. <laughs> okay, well, we'll figure it out in post. Yep. Um, let's just get started. So, hold on. This one. Welcome back to another episode of Dating Tales and Mating Fails with your host, Trace. And today, special co-host... Ruby Tesla! Woohoo! That's and, me! Yeah! And today, we have a very special person on... Ruby, tell them about this person. This is my dear friend. I have known this guy for what, like seven or eight years now? Oh my since God, we really? That show together. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is Burley Nathan, everybody. Hello. Nathan. Hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so nice to Nathan, be here. Nathan, why don't you introduce Thank yourself you and what you're all about? Okay. I don't know what like career you want to lead with. Oh, you know, okay. I'll, I'll go with entertainment because it's kind of the, the realm of things that we're in. Um, I've been working in entertainment for about 20 years. Um, I actually met Ruby here uh, doing burlesque seven or eight years ago now. Cannot believe it's been that long. Um, Wait, were you doing burlesque? I do not do burlesque myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I, I'm a burlesque producer, and um, I, I run a production company here in Tampa Bay. And uh, uh, we did we used to do live band burlesque shows, and Ruby did one of those with us. And been doing that for a long time, but I do musical theater. You know, I'm actually heading to New York City this weekend to do some Broadway stuff. So super exciting. But uh, yeah, and uh, I also ran a sex podcast for six years, uh, and it was uh, such a great time in my life. And when Ruby's like, "I want you to come on this show," I'm like, "Yeah, we'll make. Let's do it. Let's go." A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, what were some of like the wilder stories that came from that one? Oh my god. Okay, so we started the show um, that we had yeah, years back. Um, and it was with a friend of ours who just talked about sex in general, like all the time, just in normal conversation out in public at restaurants. We literally had people in restaurants before change tables because our table conversation was too vulgar for them and too sexual. So they had to leave. So we so thought I've had a manager come to my table at a restaurant before for that reason. I, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> does not surprise me. <laughs> uh, but we're like, let's take these conversations and put them on as a, as a, as actually it started off as a live internet radio show here in St. Pete. And it did so well there. We jumped to podcast form. We jumped on iTunes, Spotify, every every place you could listen to a podcast. And it took off like crazy. We we were we centralized around uh, working with sex workers and promoting what they do, whether it be porn, whether it be actual sex, like all sorts of sex work stuff. That was the big concentration for our show is to bring awareness to that and kind of take the taboo out of sex in general. And it did great for a while. It got a lot of us out of our shells. Uh, Ruby came on was on like some of our last very final episodes before we before we shut it down. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great time and met a lot. I met over three hundred different adult performers, uh, oh whether gosh. it be through interviews or in person. Uh, some of them uh, turned out to be murderers. I'll tell you that story another time. I've um, never heard that what? story. <laughs> okay. You can't just say that. <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm not going to use any names at all because it, obviously I don't want to for for their purposes. Wait, but... is this that big scandal that popped up in like the porn community a couple of years ago? Is that P- what you're talking possibly, about? Possibly, possibly. Okay. So uh, this person, she was a cam performer and we did a lot of work with her on the show. She was on our show a bunch of times and um, she killed her boyfriend and uh, was on trial for it. Um, the Alexa, the next door neighbor caught the whole thing. Like Holy it was, God. it was bad. And she was in my house like, a year prior to that with that same boyfriend. Uh, but yeah, she, she killed someone and is in jail now and uh, f- for 25 years. 
Wow. So, so I've had murderers on my show, okay? Oh, damn. Damn, I feel like my show is tame. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't suggest having murderers on. Like, it's not a thing you should do. But, no, it was – It's that was probably the wildest thing that came of it. Uh, there was one story once where um, one of our – actually, our main host was in line at, like, a McDonald's or something and was listening to the show because this, she was very vain as a human in the best, most loving way ever. And uh, they were listening to the show. The person in the uh, McDonald's drive-thru stuck their head in and said, oh, my God, I love that show. What episode are you on? And didn't realize it was the host in the fucking ah, drive-thru. That's so, so funny. It had mass appeal. We had people say they listened to it when their spouses weren't listening. We had uh, teenagers say they still listen to it at home, like 18, 19-year-olds who had oh, just discovered yes. like sex education and were listening to it and didn't want their parents to find out. Like It was, it was an interesting situation, um, and we met a lot of, lot of great people. Uh, we did. I think the craziest thing we did in studio was we had uh, we filled water guns with lube and shot them into each other's assholes. That was fun. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was before I joined. I was there <laughs> in like 2020, kind of during COVID lockdowns. So yeah, yeah. We were all yeah. in our respective yeah. homes, not yeah. shooting yeah. lube into each other's asses, unfortunately. No. Oh, that's no, that was super that. unfortunate. It was it was weird, but it was it was a great fucking time. <laughs> that's an absolute hoot like oh my god I, I love though what you were saying though about like sex being something that should be normalized yeah i think yeah, that's really where should. that's where like w- i went up on stage and i brought that up and ruby came up to me afterwards she was like thank you <laughs> yeah well what i said i think we oh man i think what i said to you was something along the lines of like Oh man, yeah, I am totally a person who like forgets that what's normal for me is not what's normal for everyone. So sometimes I bring up topics in conversation with like new people and I'm just randomly will mention like, oh yeah, I last week I was using a anal toy on my friend uh, while she sucked off my boyfriend or something. And, and it's like, oh man, oh, that's right. Not everyone does that. <laughs> Yeah, everybody <laughs> yeah. should do that. <laughs> you know, it's it's and also like who you surround yourself with too. Like a lot of my friends, I have some friends that are super vanilla, where they don't talk about their stuff out publicly because not everybody wants to, and that's fine, totally fine. And then I have friends that will literally text me in the middle of sex and be like, <laughs> "You should try this." I have literally texted people in the middle of things too and went, man, thank you for the suggestion, and we talked <laughs> about it and sent photos. Like, why? I, I feel like. The stigmatization of a lot of this is is insane, which is why, unfortunately, these days we're starting to get adult entertainment uh, like blacklisted and banned in certain places. Uh Yeah, I had a um, a friend of mine who's actually a political lobbyist uh, message me today and said I heard that there was a drag show locally that was getting canceled because of adult. uh, You know, it was one of like the big time RuPaul Drag Race like Christmas tour things was being banned because of vulgarity and that they're coming after burlesque in certain cities here. And I'm like, nah, that's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. We're not doing morality police things here. It's not a, not a thing we're interested in. So I think us doing shows like this and talking about sex in an adult way, in a non-compulsive way, I think you could say too. It, it, it brings a little bit more validity to people having sex lives that are healthy, and they don't need to feel in shame about. Yeah, you know, I would love because you know the listeners of this show might not know you. Um, I would love if you could give kind of just a rundown of sort of your relationship status and your sexuality and kind of your situation that you're in and what your what your deal is. Okay, give my ASL. Got that's it. that's the um, deal. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so I I have a hard time. I mean, I, I'm like those people. I have a hard time putting labels on things. <laughs> uh, but 
<laughs> but with me, like relationship style, my I've been with my wife. We've been together for 12 years, going on 13 years. And Love we've her, been by married the way. For se- Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, we've been married since 2016. And we have been open since 2014. Uh, well, 2015, I think. She'll probably correct me if she hears this. I don't know the numbers as much. But we've been we were, we've been open and then we turned poly. Now it's kind of like a whatever the situation happens, however however it works out. Oh, if somebody enough. comes along that we want to date, great. If there's somebody that we want to have just like a friends with benefits situation with, that's great too. Um, um, and we're, we're completely open, can do whatever we want. When it comes to my sexuality, um, I skew mostly towards towards women and femme presenting folks. Um, and, uh, when it comes to guys, I, I'm, I'm eh, sexually, I'm in, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll play with guys, but when it comes to like dating, that's not really my thing. But if you, if you want to be there for the fun, cool, great. Awesome. But I probably won't go out with you after. Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) So when you were saying though, you guys are dating as a unit or are you guys dating individually? We individually, unless something comes around where we don't like to like necessarily say that we're completely shut off of certain things. I used to be that way where I'm like, I'm never going to do this. It's never going to be a thing I'm interested in. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I might be. <laughs> so we've, 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 I've had, um, one relationship. Terrence had, my wife has had three and, um, and, uh, one with, she had one with a guy and then two girls and I've just had a girl, but like we can do our own thing. If we find somebody that we want to date together and that person's interested in both of us, Great. That's that's also a cool thing that we we would potentially do, uh, but right now it's kind of like uh, solo poly, but obviously still married. So gotcha. Yeah, and it's been it's it's had its ups and downs, as anybody in a poly relationship will tell you. Oh yeah. And uh, it was funny. Uh, Taryn or myself, we found a TikTok yesterday about uh, they were using like the um, the sound from Meryl Streep in uh, Devil Wears Prada. Says, of course, everybody wants to live like we do. Yeah. <laughs> like dark eyes. Um, and the people were in the comments just ripping apart open relationships and 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 poly scenario and saying, "Oh, it never works. Show me one uh, open relationship that 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 lasted." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? We've got two but right only... here. <laughs> you and Taryn and me and Kevin. We've been together almost five years now. I know, right? Yeah, you guys have been doing it from almost the beginning, right? Uh, we we went we kind of uh, opened up our relationship about like a year and a half, two years in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we went fully poly, like maybe a year after that. Yeah, maybe maybe less I than a year I'm... after that. It didn't take us long to kind of figure out, like we can't just pretend we don't have feelings, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we got Taryn and I. You know, we've we've had a lot of practice, <laughs> and we've we've made although we made the mistakes. And nowadays, it's just like there may be friends of benefits or people that we see that we may never meet. There's some. There's a girl that I saw for like two years. Taryn never met her. Not once. Not okay. one time. Awesome. Knew her name. Never met her. There's a there's a guy that Taryn hangs out with that you know I've never met, which I'd like to meet him at some point, maybe in the new year. But she's been doing stuff with him for probably a year or two now, and I've never met the guy. But with trust and communication, we're fine with whatever the other person wants to. That's do. exactly yeah. it. I think that's why poly relationships, when they're true, they're so strong, is because you guys can't have secrets between each other. Mm-hmm. Unlike yeah. you know about a straight up monogamous, where there's a lot of secrets that build up over time. Yeah, there. I think that. I mean, personally, I think that my relationships that have been monogamous have been much more prone to secrecy and mm-hmm. all kinds of like weird, unsaid shit that we like keep from each other. And yeah, I think that I don't think that's true across the board of all monogamous. M- m- excuse me, 
monogamous relationships. Monogamous is just a hard word to say. It shouldn't have so many yeah. M's. We'll say mono. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I do, know, I do have some friends who are in monogamous relationships who are very, very good communicators. And, are, you know, I think that it's, it's any relationship requires work and honesty and mm-hmm. just mutual respect, whatever your relationship is. I still, I cannot fucking speak tonight. <laughs> I've been on the phone yelling at my insurance company all day, so pardon my stumbling across my words. We can't just talk it's, about it's, that. I don't want to talk about it. It's boring. It's not sexy. <laughs> no, but I, I totally, I totally get what you're saying. I yeah. mean, like it. We, we, we had to learn what makes the other person tick in this relationship style, and then be sensitive to each other and across the board, and just make sure that we're always taken care of, and that the person at home is the most important. Yeah, Karen and I do hierarchical. Mm-hmm. I know there's some people that do like. Uh, polyanarchy like, or whatever relationship yeah. anarchy yeah. where it's basically everybody's on the same level and that may work for some people like I, I never say a way of doing something is wrong I just say that it's different for every person yeah every and person something has can be something right for work. you or wrong for you it doesn't exactly. mean it's wrong across the board yeah exactly some people may look at our life and go oh god I can never do that and okay that's fine I can never do what you do so we're even like it doesn't matter so, you know, we've over, over time, you know, we both made our mistakes. We both had our issues. But for the most part, I mean, we were five years monogamous prior to opening. So, like, we, we knew each other for a very long time. So there was already a bit of trust involved there. But, you know, over time, we, we figured out we're, we, we don't do it like there are some people that are always doing it. Like, I'm always seeing new people. I'm always dating new people. Blah, blah, blah. We're not really like that. Um, you know, it's like I said, it's been two years since I've had an actual like relationship with somebody mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in the poly life. I've had friends with benefits, sure, but you know, after the last one, I was like, I'm good for now. I'm cool. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm solid. And you know, it, it just comes and goes with basically how we're feeling at the time. Well, I thought a fun thing to do would be something that we used to do on our old show, which I don't think you mentioned the name of the show. It was called Slings, Flings, and Dinglings. It was I a fun like show. It. We found the three worst words to put together for SEO purposes. <laughs> and, it's easy to Google, the, though. If you know the name, nothing else comes up. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, we, we said we wanted to be so off the wall. <laughs> we ended up shorting to SFD Radio down the line because the website was just too long to type. Uh, so we shortened it because we ended up bringing on other shows and we had like different like types of sex talk. Oh, we wow. We had like five or six shows at one point. Yeah. It was great. We had like a little network going on for a while. That's mm-hmm. insane. So, yeah. So, we, uh, Keep going, sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> no, all good. So the first, like the opening segment for that show was always something called Weekly Sexcapades. <laughs> and because the show was weekly, oh, yes. we would just catch each other up on whatever sex we'd had that week. But I figure since we haven't talked about our detailed sex lives in kind of a while, and yeah. I haven't talked to you about it since I was on your show last, yeah. which was like, what, three months ago? I was something longer than that. So though. I figure we could all catch each other up. Now, we don't have a fancy, snazzy little song about it like you did on your show. But um, why don't we do weekly sex page? Let's do it. Okay. Sounds good. I'm all for it. Why don't you go first, Nathan? Or Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she just sure, threw you under yeah. the bus. <laughs> okay, why not? Um let's see. Okay. So let me let me see. I'm I'm gonna go three months because it hasn't been a lot of like new people in the last few months. I've been I do musical theater and and woohoo. And we've been in a show for the last two or three months, so it's it's been like rehearsal home, work, rehearsal kind of maybe fuck and then go to sleep. Uh, so it's been a little bit drier than usual. Um, but I had a friends with benefits that actually worked out of town that would come back to town every once in a while, every month. And whenever she comes to town, she'd be like, Hey, it's time. And I'm like, cool. Be over. And I would go visit her 
Um, she actually moved away now permanently. So we had our last time a couple of weeks ago, but I, that was the person who I've been seeing for years that Taryn had never met. Um, so I met up with her a couple of times in the last couple of months. Um, I have a new friend, um, that I, uh, met out with last night and I know they're listening to the show and I said, I wouldn't say anything about what happened, oh, uh, okay. but, uh, maybe in future shows I can give an update, uh, but, uh, um, you know, chatting with them. And then uh, Taryn and I, we, you know, we have a very, we have, we don't have it as much as we want to, uh, but we are trying to be better about that in the new year. Uh, but I recently actually just got Taryn a new uh, Hitachi. Nice. You know how I am with those, mm-hmm. those things. Those things are amazing. Hitachi's in the house. Um, uh, went to the store. Merry Christmas. Here's a new Hitachi. Because the one that she had sounded like an old car starting up. So I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna replace this. I'm on my uh, second one, that. and it's starting to rattle a little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh! You, when you use it like we do, um, they have a very short lifespan. <laughs> um, but we did that. Uh, we recently got a king bed, so it's been like really cool to have a much bigger bed to be able to do fun activities in. Nice. Uh, but and then we actually just finished packing up for New York. We're, we every time we go to New York, we're like, we're totally gonna fuck in New York. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna look out the window. We're gonna look at the buildings, and we're gonna have a great fucking. Th- when we're usually there, we're we're typically out from like eight in the morning till midnight, and we're dead tired by the time we get back. Uh, we went last year, and we did it, but we're like this year, we are fucking in New York City. Bring your vibrator. Let it go. <laughs> So actually, after I finish this, I have to go get lube from the store. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, you don't have enough samples left over from Adam and Eve. I, gone. Adam and Eve sponsored the old show. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we were the one-stop shop for all the free samples they would give to our listeners, and they they there was uh, we had a couple adult stores we had a lube sponsor. And they used to sell us, uh, send us gallons of it every month. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, our poor mail guy is like, what do these people do? Because it had the, the label on the box. So you could see it was a giant box of lube coming to my house once a month. Were, and, were you uh, using a, yeah. the whole box every month? <laughs> You're like, damn yep. straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you have any extra? No, we need more, more. Bring them up. For there. those of you just listening, because this is an auditory medium, Nathan nodded very largely when he was asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All um, right, you want to go? Yeah, next? so that's that's. Oh, anyway, you, you're still going. No, 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 no I'm done. Man, Take it uh, away, please. Yeah, I, honestly, I've been on like this weird kick of like a dry spell for a while, but just a couple of weeks ago, let me take a sip of water, give me a second. <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago, I shouldn't say this. People that I know listen to this. Um, well, you don't have to name names or anything. Yeah, I, I, if people don't, you know, if, if you can I had sex private. with somebody that I've known for a long time. Okay. And uh, it was honestly like amazing. And then two days later, I had sex with somebody else, and it was terrible. Aww. And it really broke the dry spell, but then it ended up really weird. And then I saw the girl that I first had sex with, and it was just... I've never been able to read this person, and just the fact that we even had sex with each other was amazing. It was mm-hmm. like, how the hell did that happen? And then... <laughs> it's just been this weird thing ever since. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so... That's, I have nothing crazy right now. It's been two people I had sex with. I went to Texas. I was trying to get some out there, but living out in the middle of the country, it's really tough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes in the future. Nice. What about yourself, Ruby? Uh, so I just had knee surgery a little over a month ago. So the last month has not been too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was 
wanting to be just very, very careful with my knee because the surgery was very expensive and I wanted to stick. Um, but I did have sex with, so, uh, I was on the show before and I kind of described, but in case anyone doesn't know who I am or what my deal is, I am in a long-term relationship. My boyfriend and I are long distance. I also have a sex friend who's local who I see sometimes and, um, I'm sometimes random things happen too. Um, but my sex friend came over and it was like two weeks after surgery and maybe three weeks actually. And we hadn't had sex since the surgery. And I was like, man, like, I can't really come unless I'm on top. And I don't really want to be, like, on my knee like that right now. And I don't really want to just, like, lay there and, and let them, let anyone just fuck me. So, I don't know. I was just in a weird place about it. But sure. I finally was like, okay, let's just, let's fuck. I'm going to just lay on my back and see what happens and see how I feel and everything. And we did, and it was fun. Neither of us came. It was, like, very, we had to be so careful that, like, we didn't really, like, get off. But it was still fun. It was still, like, I got some. Yeah, and then sure. my boyfriend called me, um, like, right after we finished, and I was, like, naked in bed, and I ran into the living room to answer my phone, and I was like, I just fucked! <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, you did? And I'm just like, yeah! And he's like, did you, did you, because I had told him my concerns and everything, and he's like, did you, like, get on top? And I'm like, no, I just laid on my back, but I still fucked, and he's just like, oh, that's great, was it, like, a little while ago? And I'm just like, no, I'm still naked in bed with him right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. And he's like, what okay. Timing? He's like, oh, okay, I'll let you go. Have fun. And I'm like, thanks. And that Goals. was nice. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have since had, like, actual good sex with, with both Kevin and my sex friend, who I won't name because I haven't gotten his permission to use his name. I don't know how public he wants to be. But, um, sure. yeah. Uh, so it's been fun. Other than that, I haven't really had a lot going on. I haven't had a very active sex life this whole year. I've mostly just been with Kevin and with my sex friend who... Mm-hmm. I've been fucking both of them for like, you know, Kevin for, for like five years, and the other guy for like, fucking like twelve years. Holy cow! Wow. Good for you. Uh, yeah, we've been like off and on sex friends for years, like before Kevin and I got together. Like it was basically like whenever we were both single, we would hook up for a couple yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But neither of us really wanted to like actually date. But now that we have this like framework around what our friendship is, it is almost easier for us to be like more intimate because there's like less pressure to try to make a relationship happen. You know, it's actually perfect. It's awesome. He's one of my best friends. That's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, That's what you need. Sorry. It's good to have. Yeah. 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 Having consistency like that is, is, is like a goal for most people in the E&M life. It's so great to find that consistent friends of benefits that you're like, we know what this is. Yeah. This is what it's going to stay. That's how Taryn has with one of the guys she hangs out with. Mm -hmm. I just, I hate when people are like, you, like they're like, no, it, it ends up getting convoluted over time, or somebody catches feelings. It's like it doesn't have to be that. You can just mm-hmm. fuck somebody. Yeah, like, and I would say, like we deeply care about each other. We have very strong feelings for each other, but it's just not romantic. It's a friendship. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to say this. I about, think. Oh. Oh no! I was going to say what I was gonna say, like the the thing that I've learned that helps out the best with that is very clear and concise communication at the mm-hmm. beginning yeah. and say, this is what this is. So I think what happens when people get like super intertwined with each other and don't know how to break it off is because they didn't have like a good talk about this prior. They just let their emotions go and they didn't really plan things out. And some people say to me, well, that, that might like kill the mood and that kills the vibe. Like, no, it doesn't. If anything, I, I feel like more excited about the fact that I've got like a, a good plan figured out that I'm not going to just be tiptoeing around this person because they, you know, didn't know what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Well, I do have one other kind of fun story that, well, it's kind of two stories, but I'm going to make it into one story. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> so, uh, so I, Kevin's never met my sex friend, but I have met a couple of his up in Rhode Island where he lives. And, um, That's where I was born. Oh, really? Yeah. Where in Rhode Island? Uh, nice. Providence. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have met her like two or three times now. She's really fucking cool, and she's also bisexual, so I'm also kind of like, ooh, maybe, you know, maybe this could be a thing. We kind of had vibes. She's, mm-hmm. we, we hit it off right away. She's, she's cool as fuck. We have a lot of common interests. Um, but there wasn't really a flirty vibe when we first met. It was kind of just like, uh, uh, you know, she's really cool, but I don't think anything's going to happen there. Um, yeah. But I went up and did a show in Providence in October, like right before my knee surgery. And um, after the, she came to the show. And after the show, she, like, insisted on, like, helping me with my bags out to the car. And she she rolled my bag out for me. And Kevin was there by his car. And, like, right before I got in the car, she, like, grabbed me and made out with me. It was very, very hot. And then I had to go catch a plane a couple hours later. Uh, but oh, now wow. I'm like, okay, maybe we do have flirty vibes. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I have I have kind of a similar thing. I have one other uh, lady friend who's just a really close friend who I've known for a really long time. I've hooked up with her a couple times. I've had two threesomes with her with two guys she's dated. Um, but just she and I have never hooked up, just the two of us. Um, mm-hmm. But I went out with her um, like a couple months ago just to a show and uh, we we went out to like a bar afterwards, and uh, we just like made out a whole bunch. We had a really good time, and um, I just like I haven't fucked a woman in a while, and I'm like yeah. I'm I have like these hot like makeouts that I've done recently that have been really fun, but it's like oh man, that's 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 my maybe my goal for the new year is to fuck mm. more women. A good goal. I mean, what a resolution. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do want to say this. Sorry, going back to what I was saying. Oh yeah, yeah. With that, with the girl that I had sex with the second time, she did this weird thing, and I've never had it before. Where after I came in her, she just wanted me to stick it in there, leave it for just like five minutes, and just stay still. <laughs> just stay still. <laughs> was that the good sex or the that bad? That was the sex? bad sex. Okay. It was really you weird. Came sex. inside of her. Well, I was wearing a condom. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I was <laughs> in I was the gonna condom. Say, I was gonna say, like, no, this I, is, this random... is a, yeah, this, yeah. Okay. I'm not just raw dogging strangers like yes, I, wanna... I don't know your life man I don't no know. i listen I, I i remember when i was a kid like i was 13 years old my sister came up to me she said you better wrap it before you attack it and i have lived by that hold it in there like yeah just like not move or anything like... she just wanted the dick inside of her that's it <laughs> i i I mean, she was, I won't yuck or yum, I guess. I don't know. I, my thing is, like, is that just, like, an intimacy thing? Like, Maybe. she just wanted somebody to hold her? Like, I would have cuddled. I like cuddling. Like, <laughs> like... Had she had she come yet? Yeah. Was she, like... Was she... How were you... Were you on top of her? What was the... Yeah, I was on top of her. So she wanted to just lay there with you on top of her, and she wanted you to just stay still. Inside of her. That's so... It's... It's... <laughs> Right? That's strange. I mean, uh, yeah, like you said, I don't want to like shit on someone's thing, it is, but but it is it, it's it interesting. Is weird, Did y'all talk or is it just like a dead stare? Oh no, we I mean like we talked. It was just like but after a while I was like, "Do you still want this?" She was like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> like 5 minutes. I it. mean, 
you kept it in there for five minutes doing nothing. I mean, applause. I, right? Like, like I, I mean, the you. fact that it was, like, even, like, chubbed for that long, like, was impressive. Like, <laughs> that, yeah, I got to hand it to you. That was, that's, that's yeah. wow, that is interesting. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Now, have you ever, had you had sex with that person prior? No, that was the first time. It was, it was, like, she came over to my house. Did it, like, go for a while first, or was it, like, kind of quick? Was it like she wanted it to last longer? No, it wasn't like short, but it wasn't long. It, like it was, I, I'll say this. It was short for me, uh-huh. which is still like 20 minutes. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's not short. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, long. yeah, it's like a decent amount of sex that you're having. Sure. But like, it was just, it In was this economy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like seriously. But I don't know. The whole thing was like weird. Like, cause sometimes I just can't come. So like she let me stick it in her ass. Nice. Yeah, right. It was a good time. Like, like, that it's, was that it's was very good. Considerate of her. I know. Like it was. It was. <laughs> she was sweet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Next H pass on the first night. Nice. <laughs> right. I mean, I got all holes. Uh, <laughs> I'm with. I'm with the band. <laughs> you know. When, okay. So there was. Uh, sorry to derail, mm. uh, but anal got me thinking. Um, there was a girl Always. once that I hung out with, and she's like, "I would love to try anal with you," and I'm like, "Are you sure?" Like I don't. I mean, I typically don't do that with people unless I like know them for a while. She goes, "Oh, I can take it, no problem," and I'm like, "Okay, great." When I tell you, it was no problem. It was no, <laughs> no problem. And I was like, I have never seen an ass just be like, "Hey," and just let me right in. Like I was. That's it's never a thing. And I'm like, how often do you get fucked in the ass where this thing was like right in there? And and it, it was. I mean, it was it was scientific. It was awesome. That's great. It was yeah. cool to see. No, I'm I was like, that's odd. I, I, I hooked up with this girl once back home, and I'm trying to not give away any information because now <laughs> she's my sister's friend. Uh, <laughs> that's that's information. I, yeah, I guess I could just uh, not said that. You didn't have that. to say that. Yeah, I know. I, I really I gave away too much <laughs> trying not to give away information. But she so was, she has hazel eyes and red hair. Yeah, she's a lunch lady. So she's uh, <laughs> Her name's Jamesica. Uh, <laughs> but, like, her whole thing was anal. Like, she didn't want it in her vagina at all. Like, she yeah. made me finger her asshole in the parking lot of a restaurant, and then we went to her house, and that, you were, as you said, just right in. Mm. It was good. It was great, but... What? Out of curiosity, what restaurant? <laughs> it's a local one. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. It was like, let's go to Sonny's and... I mean, it really just depends. On the w- weird thing. part was I worked with, I, I did work with the owner of that restaurant. <laughs> That's also information. I know, but I mean, he's not going to listen to this. this. Be super hot. You never know who's stalking you, man. Uh, like, yeah, that's why I don't have my last name on this. <laughs> Gutierrez. <Same>. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh my god! Yeah, that's 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 interesting. Wow, I'm just taken aback by the the first time. Just like boom, hey, in my ass, and I want you to hold it inside of my vagina for five minutes. Like, I go home and write a, a short tragic comic about that. You that know, like that's why I was like, I, I guess it wasn't bad. It was just like really weird sex that I had with this person. Mm-hmm. Like it was bizarre. Like there was no talking beforehand. She came to my not she didn't come. Well, she did, but she came to my house and like. 
under the guise of, oh, let's watch a movie or something. And then she was like, oh, do you have condoms? I said, yeah. And she just hopped on top of me. Uh, <laughs> so, That's one way of getting consent. You know, like... <laughs> I mean, I felt do like, you, you know, have... the cock of the walk with that. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, amazing. It just seems like every time I've had sex, it's been like that. It's never like, oh, I'm actually trying something, or like, I'm doing... It's just like, oh, yeah, let's let's do it. Uh <laughs> Hey, you got shit? Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Come on, I have 20 minutes. Let's go. Knock one out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I actually have, there's one um, person that literally is on the ride home from work. I like their houses. <laughs> so like, uh, they'll be like, hey, do you, are you working from name of city here today? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And they're like, oh, you're on, I, I live on your ride home, right? Like, yeah. Do you have 20 minutes? Sure do. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. Out the door. And I'm home <laughs> before the sun goes down. Like it, I, I was talking with with Taryn yesterday about the fact that like my my usual outings are very expeditious. Like I I I don't rush things too much, but like we get down to the point. Like if I'm going over to fuck, we're we're not we're not gonna watch fucking Pinocchio for four hours and then go fuck <laughs> each other. Like we're gonna get down to business to quote Mulan, and <laughs> we're going to be in and and we're going to get this done. And I'm gonna go home and still be able to watch the wheel. Like I have to, I, I don't like to be out that late. I was out <laughs> late last night uh, with the, the the friend that I was seeing, and that was like the longest I've been because I was actually in genuine conversation. I'm like I like to talk to you, but most of the time I'm like <laughs> Judge Judy smacking on the, the thing. Like, let's go. Us aging um, millennials and, in our bedtimes, <laughs> right? I'm like if I don't get like home so I can watch TikToks for an hour. I am not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, I don't. So, how do you find these people, Nathan? How do you find your mates? Like, <laughs> Here, I'll give you some numbers. I need, I I need notes. Like, I mean, you were talk, talking like writing notes for what I was saying. I need to know from you. Yes. So, I, I don't frequent the apps. I actually got banned from Tinder for like two years um, because I think, well, there was two things <laughs> that I think happened. Um, I, I put... You know, I Tinder bio one at one point. If you send me a, a dark joke that makes me laugh, I'll Venmo you five bucks. <laughs> As just like my opening line. And I think I got banned because it said I was soliciting prostitution. <laughs> I'm like, is that supposed to be like a euphemism or something? <laughs> oh and, but God. then I, I thought about it more. I'm like, it might be people who don't like uh, open people on the app because a lot of, you know, I, from what I've seen, that's against the terms of service to put in your bio that you are non monogamous because really? you to find somebody and leave. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, so for the longest time I didn't have it and then I remembered oh Google Voice is a thing so I just got a new Google Voice number and then I was able to get it back and I got it back recently um, oh. I find a few people there it doesn't always turn into things honestly Tinder like they'll meet with you they'll chat like twice and then you won't hear from anybody Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it, they just die off there's a few that I'll talk to here and there um, I've been on FetLife which has done okay uh, I've met a few people from there I've met a few people I wish I didn't have would have never met from there um, Most of the people in FetLife are people I wish I'd never met. I feel like it's, it's a, like, a very tough thing to find somebody good on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I the actually the person who um I hang out with that when I see on my ride home is the one Fet experience that has turned into something like kind of regular. Uh, we haven't done it in a few months, but uh but like it was it was like every, once every couple weeks for a while. Oh wow. And um and uh but that's the one person I met from there. But uh, Taryn had a fet, and just like I would, she would tell me some of the messages she would get from from dudes. Because dudes, are you like, ready to be my uh, dirty little slut? Oh my 
God, I want your I want your husband to watch. Uh, well, I'm Are you going to obey me even though I haven't yeah. earned it for a second? Even um, though I've done I'm nothing like, to earn your respect, are you going to fucking treat me like a like I'm your master? Yeah. Yeah. No, no with that shit. So like I I go in there with a grain of salt. Um I get added by I get added by a lot of guys that want to try out being with another guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of don't necessarily want to be your guinea pig, but if you were going to be with anybody for the first time to maybe make you feel kind of comfortable, I'd be fine to, you know, be there with you. Oh, like, you're doing I, such a service. That... So you're doing community <laughs> service. Be the fuck tutor. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I do not trademark that name. That is uh, <laughs> it's like a superhero. Like, like, that's like a James Gunn superhero movie within a movie kind of <laughs> character. Coming yeah. to Deadpool 4. We have this next game. No. The like, Holy I, Avengers I, Mortal Enemy, I think. That's a deep the, cut for the anybody. The Holy Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, yeah, I, I, but other than that, I, I don't really do much with people in our performance arts community, which is actually interesting because those are the people that are usually the kinkiest motherfuckers on this planet. But in an effort to not shit where you sleep, you yeah. kind of do your best to, to try lightly. I I feel as though if you if you meet with somebody and they're and they're nice and you can have a good relationship and and come up with an arrangement, even if you do work in the same industry, but you've like talked about it, communicated about it, and said that if anything happens between us, uh, you know, we'll still do our job. That's fine. Yeah. And if things happen, which you know, at my point right now, it, I would literally tell them we're a friends with benefits situation. If you want to tell people, fine. But I, it's not a huge deal if you want to or not, and because this is just between us, that's totally fine. Uh, but it's just you know, luck. I would say sometimes is where I would find <laughs> like something just works spontaneously. I was actually telling a story yesterday, if you don't mind, um, about spontaneous stuff. Taryn and I back in the day when we would go, we had Disney passes, and we would Disney people make are jokes. all a bunch of sluts. We would make jokes to That's see to who, which of us could swipe on Tinder that day and find somebody. <laughs> I love that. And so one time we were there at Hollywood Studios and we were, sw- I was swiping as we're sitting eating spaghetti at Mama Melrose in Hollywood Studios. And um, I, a, a, a bioless profile matched with me that was in uh, a city near Orlando. And I'm like, oh, bioless. Typically that means like they're a robot or it's just going to be some fake random person. Yeah. Uh, no, the person was real, and uh, they messaged back because I had switched the profile to a couple's profile for the day. And they're like, oh, you're interested? I would love to hang out with you guys tonight. And I'm like, okay, I need a verification. Send me a photo. You're giving a thumbs up, whatever. And she did. And I was like, okay. So then we literally ran out of Hollywood Studios. I think we, like, jogged out, <laughs> went to the car, drove, picked her up from where she was staying near Orlando, took her back to our hotel. And we had it, it. It was it was actually nice. It was a good one. And she ended. I think she slept over. And then we took her back the next morning. And awesome. like, that was the most spontaneous, like it worked situation that has ever happened. I love that. Uh, but like, but that was sheer dumb luck. I will say because yeah. that that sort of stuff is like the best case scenario for people. Um, but yeah, it was it was weird. But it well, was it's also, you know, it. kind of a playing the numbers thing. Like, how many hundreds of thousands of people are at a Disney park in any given day? And what are the yeah. what's the likelihood that, like, one of those people is down to be a unicorn for the night? Right? That's a good point. You never know. You never know those slutty performers. Yeah, mm-hmm. for oh, real. God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's the thing. Nothing wrong with that. They got a pen. That's great. That's awesome. 
But um, yeah, no, it's 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 just you know it's interesting to see you know it, it, it ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. come in waves. They'll be back in the day we used to have like our full deck calendar. We're meeting with this person this day and this person this day and blah blah blah. And now it's like. Can somebody cancel, please? Like, if they cancel, that'll be the greatest gift they can give. This <laughs> is canceling this hangout. But you know, it just—it it all just really depends on our mood and how we're feeling. I do feel like a lot of polyamorous couples kind of go through a phase, sort of early on, of wanting to like go out and find new people and have a hookups, and then eventually you get to a point where it's like, ah. Uh, that's I don't really want to talk to strangers. That's a lot of work. I don't really want to yeah. fuck with that. And it's more just about having the option than about actually doing a lot of stuff with people. Right. That's yeah, kind yeah. of how I've been this this past year. I'm just I'm just tired. And that also seems like where people have blowout too, and 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 or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and they will burn out there. Yeah. Because they get really excited. I was gonna say blowout. Are we talking about ton. your butthole? What's going on here? <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> But. <laughs> Like you do it so much, and then you maybe push too many boundaries or whatever. You you kind of literally, figuratively blow your load right too much at the very beginning, and you don't have anywhere else to go, and then you just don't want to do it anymore. And I never really wanted us to get to that level. Um, and it was also like with our competing schedules and things, it's just it, it's not it's not a good thing to do all the time. But if you want to feel you know, if you want to go hoe out for a few weeks, go for it, do it. No one's judging you. Yeah. Totally. So one thing I really miss from like pre-COVID is going to the sex club, um, which we have gone once <laughs> since COVID. We you went remember in, that story. Yeah, we went in January of 2020, and it was awesome. Well, it was okay, actually. I think you told this story. I think I did on the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, I think I told the story of like the first time we went. You did tell the story the first time. Yeah, the last time we went was... It was fine. We hooked up with this couple. They were both kind of like not like that into it or something i guess i'll just tell the story so yeah so we we went to the swingers club um we went into like there's a there's kind of like a sex area where you have to be in a towel you can't wear clothes in there that's like the the area where everyone fucks there's all these different rooms with beds and then there's like an open space with couches and kind of all different levels of privacy depending on what your comfort level is and how many people you're interested in seeing and whatever so what we usually do is we kind of usually just go in there and post up in one of the rooms and leave the door open and kind of like see if anybody wants to come in and join us. And usually somebody does. And this fucking guy like poked his head around the door like a cartoon character and just he had like his sunglasses off on his head. He was naked except for a towel, but still had his sunglasses on his head for some reason. It was like two in the morning. This fucking guy. Anyways, um, and he just, he didn't look at me or acknowledge me. He just talked to Kevin and he was like, he's like, oh, can we come in and join you and ha- let the girls play? And um, Kevin kind of looked at me. We were like, yeah, sure, come in. But I was like, Ugh, this fucking guy. First of all, he's like asking my boyfriend if if we we should let the girls play like it's just so presumptuous of like what our boundaries are and what our situation is and he right away said something about like i don't touch your girl you don't touch my girl and it was just like a weird it was like a one penis policy situation That's... um but whatever i'm not here to judge other people's relationship styles i would never be in that kind of relationship but you know whatever they were clearly there for her to hook up with another woman and for him to watch and for them to fuck anyway um, they came in. She was really shy. She was kind of not making eye contact with me. I was trying to talk with her because she was really cute. 
And I was like, oh man, you're shy. Let me help you be comfortable. Maybe they're new here. Maybe it's their first time. It wasn't. We found out they were they were regulars actually, um, but they were just still awkward for some reason. Oh. And um, I was kind of trying to make conversation with her. She wasn't really responding. And then eventually she kind of just started making out with me. So I'm like, okay, cool. We're doing this. And then she was getting really into it. So I started going down on her and I was fingering her and she was really, really, really enjoying it. Like she was definitely getting off. And then her fucking boyfriend made me stop because I think he was jealous that I was like about to make her come. (laughs) And he, he was like, uh, he's like, hold on, she's not ready yet or something. He, I don't remember what he said, but it was some bullshit like that. And I was just like, I don't think she wants me to stop. And she kind of looked at me and kind of looked at him as if she like needed his permission or something. Oh boy. <sighs> yeah. So then they fucked and then Kevin and I fucked and that was the end of our night. It was, it was just That's... like a weird, I felt kind of used, you know, it was They were not... using you like a dildo. Completely. Yeah. yeah like. And that's, like, exactly the kind of couple that, like, people, that's, they're unicorn hunters. Like, to a, like, textbook definition, unicorn hunters. And, like, usually at the club, we don't really run into those kinds of people. Usually people are more open and, you know, not so weird about, I mean, it's okay to have whatever boundaries you have. That's fine. But, I don't know. I just, I felt very, like, well, this wasn't really fun for me. She also didn't touch me at all. She made out with me. She didn't even, like, finger me or anything. What a bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she Did literally she not was know just the, using the you for your body. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, that It's it's weird. Uh, we've been one time, and it was an interesting experience to see how those clubs work. If anything, we watched other people for a majority of the time because we like that sort of stuff. And it was interesting just to see, like, there was one couple that was on a bed that they had in this in this sex club, and she was riding on top of him and probably was riding him in the same position for, like, 25 minutes straight on, like, a perfect tempo. Oh, wow. Like, it, I, That's great. I applauded both of them for their endurance because, like, no, like, 14 or 15 of those in, I'm like, can we go to Waffle House? Like, we're not doing <laughs> But, like, we, but it was, it was so crazy to see, like, and I, I thought it was hot, and we were there with someone that I'll, I'll probably I'm not going to tell them because they might actually potentially listen because <laughs> uh, I know they follow a lot of uh, podcasts. But it wasn't a great experience. Uh, but like it was, I, I'd like to go back at some point. Um, I know just the one here we have here in Tampa. It kind of is feels a little skeevy. I don't think it really. I mean, I I think they follow all the rules that you're supposed to do. But it was just it was an odd experience. Maybe just because of the company that we were with. But um, we might try it again in the new year potentially. If Sam well, I'll tell you off mike what the one we go to is because it's really good but i don't want people who are fans of me to find me there so (laughs) (laughs) valid i like to be kind of anonymous when i go to those places you know that's part of the fun yeah i don't want to have to be ruby tesla and like be fucking networking while i'm trying to fuck like an eyes wide shut yeah, yeah, I would love. I mean, I have a bunch of tattoos from that movie for a reason. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to. I'm curious about other ones though. That's... I've been to one in New Orleans that was horrible. It was really? so bad. Oh my god, it was awful. Hmm. To be fair, we did go the day after Fat Tuesday, so it was Mardi Gras week, oh. and everyone well, was why. like exhausted. So maybe. Yeah. But honestly, though, like I can, I can kind of give them the benefit of the doubt based on that, but the, just the format of the club itself was like weird vibes. Um, it was, 
you know how like well i don't know how your club is but the one that i go to you have to be approved as a member before you can join and it's, it's a safety thing you have to fill out a questionnaire mm-hmm. you have to send in a photo and it's not about being hot enough or whatever it's about just making sure you're a real person that and that you are in the lifestyle that you understand what you're getting into that you're not going to show up and be outraged and um and that you 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 are like vibing with it you know and it's also accountability they have all your personal information so if you do anything illegal in this place if you if you are you know rude to someone if you if you don't if you aren't good with consent or that's a very mild way of putting that but you know yeah it's an yeah, I feel if like you break rules, doing the hard R. <laughs> not, yeah, if you yeah. break rules, then they they know who you are. You're accountable for your actions, and you yeah. have a reason to be polite. Well, we filled out one of those forms for this club in New Orleans. Uh, when we got to the event, they didn't even like ask us. Like we, I mentioned, oh yeah, we filled out the questionnaire online. They're like, okay, and they just took our money and sent us in. They didn't even like look at our IDs or anything to see who we were. Yeah. Or to like make sure we were we matched what was on the form or anything. They didn't. There was like no like vetting process really. It was kind of all like yeah, fake. That's... Um, it was also like just a weird vibe in there. Like I, I don't know if this is gonna make me sound like really snobby, but the you know the club that I usually go to has a little bit of a dress code, and yeah. at this club there was people like in sweatpants and flip flops, and it's like. Uh, nothing uh, wrong with sweatpants and flip-flops, but it's also, like, I feel like if people aren't dressed, like, for an occasion, yeah. they're maybe more likely to just kind of, like, have shitty behavior. Yeah, um, they also it. allow single that. men in, which my club doesn't, um, at least on the nights that I've gone. They shouldn't. Like, honestly, as a single man mm-hmm. who's never been to one of the, don't let me in. Like, <laughs> really. I... I mean, I think it's fine, but I think <laughs> we have to have rules. And there was this one dude who was like this he was very old not that there's anything wrong with that but like he was wearing like a diaper he was there by himself and he was just like following people around and like jerking off in their direction and it was just very creepy it was it was not sexy it was like dude that's fucking rude man that's like a gross you are making this a gross experience for everyone there was this yeah, that is, that is unfortunate. You're yeah. making it like what the people at church think that places are. Exactly. Like, that's exactly. what it is. This, like, this is like that's what Ron DeSantis is coming for. Yeah, yeah, for real. This is what this is the the bad version. Um, but I mean, and the, well, there is validity to that statement though too. Is that's what they think all sex work and anything yeah. to do with yeah. the adult lifestyle is. Yeah, and that's the fodder that they can use to like to destroy people's careers and lives yes. because of, of ice, I, truthfully isolated incidents like that mm-hmm. and places that are not up to, up to snuff when it comes to who the hell they'll allow in. That's unfortunate. Yeah. There was this other guy who kept following us around. He was trying to flirt with me, but he did this thing. I fucking hate it when people do this shit. He did this thing where he would, he would like be staring at me and I would walk by and he would wait until I was, like past him so he was out of my field of vision and then he would try to talk to me so i'd just be hearing a random voice like behind me and it wouldn't even be clear if he was trying to talk to me or not and he kept doing that throughout the entire fucking night at one point kevin and i like walked down this hallway there's like a a hallway with a bunch of doors to bedrooms and we walked down to like the very end of this hallway and i didn't even realize that he was like following behind us and we turned around and he was there just right behind us. And then we walked out of the hallway and he just like, 
did this thing where he like brushed his fingers like against the back of my shoulder as I was walking away. And it was just like so it's such a whatever he touched my shoulder. You know, that's the short way of saying it. And somebody who doesn't think that kind of shit is a big deal would be like, oh, this fucking woke bitch trying to cancel this dude for raping her because he touched her shoulder. But like it was creepy. It's like not the right way to do that, you know, and that kind of behavior would like not be okay at the club I usually go to. No. Somebody brushes against me at Disney. I'm going to have them arrested. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Just once. No. I, you know what I loved about COVID was I could go to theme parks and nobody would touch my ass. Do people touch your ass? <laughs> I mean, constantly. In line for a ride? Yes. And, like, it could be on like, purpose. It could grabbing be grabbing it? No. Usually oh. it's just, like, sometimes it's definitely on purpose. Yeah. But it's close quarters and it's very easy for people to just touch me. My ass also sticks out pretty far. I was going to so say, it's... you have a dunk. Yeah, like... I know. And I do have to be aware of like, well, I understand that sometimes it might not be them touching my ass. Sometimes it might be my ass touching them. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But <laughs> Park the dump truck. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Woe is you. You have what every girl's going to Miami for. Uh... <laughs> oh my God. Now that BBLs are so common, like a couple of people in the last year have asked me if I have BBL and I'm like, I could, if I could afford fucking plastic surgery, I'd have other shit. <laughs> no, no shade on plastic surgery, but no, this I grew this myself. <laughs> God bless. Yeah, well, I don't have that problem specifically at theme parks. People aren't you grabbing for my lack of ass. <laughs> grabbing my negative ass, they're putting it back. If anything, <laughs> get out of no. here. But. You know, it's funny. You mentioned like the people watching I mean voyeurs at the at the club where near where we are, uh they have a room that's specifically for masturbators where it's it's there's like windows where you can see into the main sex room. Which I is like that. At, and then an area where they can just sit there and just fucking go off. See, that's and, perfect. Is there like a two-way mirror or something? Uh, yeah, so the, well so they can see out but the other ones can't yeah. see. Them. Yeah. And and it was, I mean, the night that we went, it wasn't very busy. So there was like just one dude, like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Hey," <laughs> um, but like the they had rooms where you could like open up the blinds and see what's going on inside. If the blinds were closed and the door was closed, it means just fuck off. Don't don't be near those people. Um, but like, I mean, it they didn't really ask. Um, they didn't really ask like uh, specifics about our lives. They just they just had us give their IDs and we paid and we were in the door and it was cheaper because it was you know a couple's rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like we they they didn't give a fuck. They're like come in, mm-hmm. feel free. And the the ages were like forty five plus. I think we were some of the youngest folks there, which no problem with that. I've had sex with you know fifty six and like yeah. there's no. no problems there. Yeah, if they're at a sex club, they probably might still be good. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know it no no issues there. But you know, it's it'd be interesting to try it again. Nice, yeah. Oh. The club that I go to, like, used to have three rooms, and then they since I think I guess just since COVID, they've closed, they've reduced it to two rooms, and it's not as fun anymore. The second room was fun. I liked it. I'm just okay. jealous. I don't get to participate in this part of the conversation. <laughs> like... I mean, you can go. There's like, um, there's the one that I go to again. I'll tell you off mic which one. Yeah. Um, the on. Friday nights, I think they allow single men. Really? And I've heard those nights are really fun. I just have only been to specific parties that are always on Saturday nights. Okay, we'll talk about yeah, those afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's definitely in my realm of things I want to do. They're fun. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even if you just go and watch, like Nathan was saying, it's fun. Yeah. Like, it's that's the... what we do for, like, the first part of the night, usually, when we're there. 
It's that's the warm up, and then you let yeah. you let the the the, the pre show entertainment happen. Mm-hmm. Get your engines revving. The one the one thing about the, the one in that we we go to in question mark city um, <laughs> is the fact that they also play porn on a bunch uh-huh. of screens throughout the entire yeah mine thing. too and it's it's usually the oldest 90s really early 2000s big old bush porn huh. like the, the kind of porn that like your parents watched like, it, it's <laughs> you can see the tan lines the giant and and but it's like and it's the closest up that you have ever <laughs> seen in your life of a POV of oh anything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, but, and it just goes on forever and it's just pixelated. It's in 4 3. It's like, why? <laughs> why are we doing this? Terrible production but, value. Yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> DPI is five. But no, like, it, 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 but they just wanted to get you in the mood. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. But we went and they gave us this private room. It was the gothic room. Ooh. Ooh. Did they just like clock you as goths, or did you ask for that one? No, well, you could you could just pick a room at random. So I'm like, we'll we'll pick the we'll pick the gothic room. Nice. Their definition of gothic was we're gonna paint all the walls purple. <laughs> we're gonna put a black trim around the top and the bottom. We're gonna put not one but two gargoyles <gasps> in there. <laughs> I know, like spare no expense, and a giant poster of like. A dark angel or something <laughs> like a girl with like giant tits with like wings. This and, is like a bedroom and... I would build in The Sims when I was fourteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was probably my actual bedroom when I was fourteen years old. <laughs> uh, but and they're like, this is the gothic room, and it was like the leather ass like bed with the nice crude white sheet that uh-huh. you, they give you when you go in that you can do whatever gross thing you want to do on. Um, but like, I just, I'm like, I don't need a themed room. I just need a decent bed. I don't need to be in the daddy's doctor's office. I don't need to be in like backstage at the cinema. Like, I'm not doing that. Just give me a room and a bed. Don't need production value. It's not an escape room. Oh, this is a new business model idea. What if you did like a combination sex club and escape room? What if there that, was like a sex uh, club that had like, like, LARPing activities. I like the LARPing. The <laughs> escape room I... seems kind of non-consensual. Uh... No, I mean, you wouldn't, wouldn't do both of this. It'd be like a role-play situation. Like you're, like you're with your trusted group or partner or whatever, and you're you're in this like scenario that's like exciting and a little bit scary. I gotcha. You, that'd be fun. Like an escape room, you can fuck in. I guess is my business pitch. I think that'd be fun. You know what? I will we'll, we'll work on that business plan when we get that going. And you have to not only figure out the the riddle, but you also both have to come before you're able to leave. <laughs> I was thinking of it more like a saw scenario just with sex toys. Like somebody has just like the Sibian machine and slowly going up over the course of the hour. I want that to play is... a game. Are you willing to stretch out your ass to stay alive? How many inches uh, will you go? <laughs> live or die, yes. make your choice. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we will. Funny. Nobody take our idea. I know we just put it out on a podcast, but Fuck. no one take this idea. Please. It's copyrighted. I co- I just did it just now. I yeah, copyrighted. That's how we it. do it. That's what the podcast is. <laughs> I declare copyright. Ruby's that's how it IP. Works, right? uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if you do want to do it, just give Ruby like ten percent and me five. There just you for go. Being there, there you go. Uh, <laughs> we'll throw you can, you can do all. You, can you do all the video production for like the little video that they show right before? You can just be yes. the narrator of all of the like Ooh. special uh, activities you have to do. It'd be great. Yeah, that should be really cool. Absolutely, you can act in we it. Be the, we could be the game masters in the back room, just watching them do this. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be in the background waving. Not can doing we watch anything. On the- <laughs> 
we watch on video the whole time and every once in a while one of us announces something on the mic like hey uh, there's nothing behind the outlets it's all it's all in places you can easily grab yes <laughs> you don't have to lift anything <laughs> you don't have to pull it off the wall please don't disassemble the light fixture there's no uh, keys in there there you go that's funny <laughs> I, yeah this is this is a million dollar idea this is a really good i want to pitch it on shark tank <laughs> please do could you imagine what's up mark cuban mark, you ever heard of escape rooms like, <laughs> i feel like mark cuban would be about it <laughs> like oh you Mr. know linda Wonderful corcoran she's a she's a sly minx she would be all about that <laughs> oh yeah i bet all of, i bet i kind of think all rich people probably go to like elite sex clubs i don't see them not like i don't think all of them but a bunch do yeah. They all wear I mean, masks. Not they to say to. anything weird, but like Epstein exists. So like Yeah, true. Like... <laughs> you know, I've heard I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Um and I forgot the name of it. I should probably not like talk about describe things that I don't remember a lot of details about. But Go for um it. there's this like elite sex club that has like a couple of secret locations in the US and rumored uh like Gwyneth Paltrow is rumored to be like a high ranking member. And you have like a ring with the membership seal and shit on it, and it's like really, wow. really elite and exclusive. And like, if you're like a very, very hot woman, you can get in for free. But if you're like a couple or a man, it costs like millions of dollars a year or something. Uh, I have a new goal. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how I, I would that. even feel in that situation, though. I would be. I feel like I would be so. Like, I don't know, I have friends who are, like, real hustlers who would just be super comfortable in that environment. But I would feel like, I don't know, I'd feel, like, self-conscious or something. Yeah. Wild. wild. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. Oof. Oh, man. That's funny. It's kind of how I feel in this. It's like, I'm like, oh, I'm the best kid at basketball in my small town that I'm playing with pros right now in this conversation. Oh. <laughs> You're doing great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How encouraging. How encouraging. Yeah, that's great. No, I mean, it, it's it's interesting to see how people do things and what, like, gets people going and gets people ticking. And that's why I like doing interviews with all different types of, like, sex workers and, uh, you know, different people who, who have been a part of this industry. I've learned, like, tips about how to have good sex from porn people that I've spoken with or met with or seen on the show. Like they'll give you a couple tips and you're like, I'm gonna try that and holy shit, it works. Nice. So like, it's it, everybody has their own experiences. Everybody has their own, you know, what what makes them happy and what what gets them going. But I think more talks like this yeah. to move the taboo is it's exactly talking. totally. Uh, so let me just put you on the spot. What's 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 one sex tip that you want to give to all of our listeners? And it can be one from your own life, or it can be one of the ones from one of the porn stars and sex workers you've interviewed and have given you a great tip that you've or used. Or both. Or both. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, here's one. But pride aside and be cool to pivot if necessary. So if you're with a partner, and this is like the one thing that I learned the most with, with my wife, Taryn, is if it ain't working, number one, be up for constructive criticism where you're told, hey, what you're doing doesn't work, fix it. Because you will hold on to people a lot better and have way better sex if you communicate your intentions, you communicate yes. what works and what doesn't. And then, and but don't get upset if what you're told kind of breaks your ego a little bit. You think you're doing so good, and they're like, "I need you to fix this," and you're like, "Well, fuck me then, I guess." I had those situations back in, in the day where if I was told uh, this wasn't good, I kind of like took it as a personal attack. It's not. People just want to enjoy fucking, so why why not give them what they want, right? 
So listen to whoever you're with and listen to their body, listen to them. And if, if it's working great, awesome. You don't have to change anything. And, and just listen to them and, and, and ask every once in a while, is, is this, you know, are you, are you comfortable? Are you happy? Everything good? And be okay with criticism and, and changing things. That's great advice. I think checking in is really important and it's something that yep. a lot of people just never do. And like, there's nothing wrong with just asking, you know, in the middle of something or, or, or it can be in the middle of the act or it can be if you've been fucking somebody for a few months and you want to just make sure that they're okay with like the course of it, just check in and ask, hey, yep. Are you happy with what we're doing? What could I do better? Right. What could I stop doing? You know, it can be a quick conversation or it can be a whole thing depending on their response. But I think that's important. Yep, it really is. Because, I mean, that's how you build these long-lasting relationships and have the best sex of your life is when you properly communicate and you talk. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you, you show that you care and that they're not just a another another notch on your belt. It really does all come down to communication. And that's like one of those things that everyone says and it's almost a cliche at this point but i feel like a lot of people don't really let that sink in and really really think about what that means because it's it's the most important thing about any relationship whether it's a one-night stand or whether it's somebody you're with for your entire life oh 100 i mean as nathan was saying though a lot of times i feel like people are thinking to themselves like i don't want to hurt this person by saying Mm -hmm. these things and it's it's not hurting them that's Mm -hmm. the thing you're just being honest you're trying to let them know be better yeah like in a nice constructive way you don't have Mm -hmm. to be a dick about it like you don't have to be like this fucking sucks bro Mm -hmm. (laughs) get a better dick dummy come on (laughs) asshole (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but that's why it's so important to open the door with your partner just to to you know invite them to give you feedback because it's really hard to just bring up on your own if you have a problem with something it's really i I hear a lot of people say like oh yeah i've never had any complaints it's like well when was the last time anyone just complained about sex without the doors being opened in some way thank you yeah thank you that too many girls oh nobody's complained about my blowjobs of course they're getting a blowjob yeah has anybody complimented (laughs) you like really been like holy shit like, because I've had maybe two yeah. of those in my life mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, my God, by the time it was over. Mm-hmm. But as a whole, a lot of times it's it's OK. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't yeah. know what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. just a mouth around a cock. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, it's more than that? Yeah. And I mean, and, and that goes across the board for not, you know, uh, only masculine presenting folks, but also feminine folks, too. You know, I've had uh, girls that I've been with that haven't been able to take criticism, and ha- and and you know, I, and I understand. You know, people have a certain emotional feeling and connection sometimes with sex, and if they find out that it wasn't great, like I'm never going to lie to somebody. Taryn and I have made this rule for each other that we will never fake it. Mm, that's mm-hmm. good because that's not only bad for your personal sexual health, but it's also creating a monster by letting people think you're making them come. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 that they shouldn't put effort in. Like it's it's ridiculous to, that that people would do that. So, you know, maybe we've. I, I mean, I can't fake it unless I'm like I'm just gonna pee on you. Like, I'm just gonna pretend. <laughs> well, if you have a condom but, on, you can kind of fake it. Yeah, you it. can fake it. That is true. You've never, you've never I, I hit think... them with the. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> my my twenty years of acting experience, I should be able to make an orgasm face. <laughs> oh, listen, I webcam for, for my first couple of years of my twenties, so I got really good at faking it. 
Because I mean, in in that sort of environment, that's that's the money shot. That's the action shot right there. You got to do it five times. You might as well be good at it. But I'm like, if somebody's not enjoying themselves, actually, that's like one of my biggest turnoffs is when people don't express that they're not okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I yeah. haven't had, luckily, haven't had too many experiences where people were like upset in the middle or whatever. But like, if I notice that things seem a little off, I'll ask it if we need to stop. Yeah, fine. Yeah, There's just been check times in. Before we're like. None of nobody finished. Nobody was upset with each other. It was just a not a great night. That's that's happened. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've been with people <laughs> right after they've had like traumatic events and they don't want to actually do it, but they thought they'd give it a try and and it didn't work, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But like always, always feel free. And I tell people, don't ever do it when you don't want to. Like, yep. I, yeah, be a hell yeah, or we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. No, a hundred percent. Yeah, and you were just reminding me. I was talking to a friend. She went on a vacation. She hooked up with this guy. I said, how was the sex? She goes, oh, it was terrible. I go, did you let him know? She goes, no, I told him it was great. I was like, why would you do that? Her response yeah. was, oh, he was such a nice guy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to hurt his feelings. I was like, so you, I just want to be clear. You're letting this dude go around thinking that he's slinging like grade A <laughs> dick when really it's just like Chuck. Like, <laughs> like this is not like you're giving him a false sense and he doesn't realize what's wrong with him when you could have been the person to be like, hey, what if we worked with this? What if we worked with that? Mm-hmm. And right. now, you know, if you go back there, you're going to have to see him again and you're going to have to get subpar dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's uh it's a travesty. It really is. And there are so many there's enough enough confident mediocre men in this world. We don't need to <laughs> <laughs> make it we don't need to as women, you know, this is kind of heteronormative, but you know, we don't need to contribute to that problem with our feedback. <laughs> yes. I kind of decided in my early 20s I did fake it a little bit because I, I you know, it was in this mindset that like my job was to please men basically. It, it kind of took me a while to get out of that mentally. I think that's something that yeah. a lot of a lot of young women are taught subconsciously or consciously, whatever. It's something in our media. It's something that exists in our culture that you can either, you know, you, you kind of have to unlearn. And it took me a long time to unlearn that. Um, but I did. I made a decision when I was like maybe 23 or 24 that I was never going to fake it again. And I never have. And uh, that served me well. Good for you. If I don't come. I don't mm. come. And it's and it's not necessarily because like the sex was bad. Some days you just can't come and that's fine, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not just about the, the finale. Right? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> totally not. And sex can be very enjoyable even if you don't come. Like I mentioned the other day when I fucked for the first time after surgery, neither of us came because I, we just had to be a little bit too careful and it wasn't going to get there. But it was still fun. I'm so glad we did it. I will say yeah. this, though. As a guy that sometimes doesn't come, it really hurts the women. Like, mm. mentally, they go to a point where they're like, I, what am I doing wrong? Am well, I not attractive Guys enough? do that, too. Like, guys have guilt-tripped me before because I didn't come. Women have done that to me, too, actually. Because, like, it's... People want you to come. People want yeah. to see the result of their hard work. And sometimes right. they don't believe you when you say it's okay that you don't come. But, yeah. I don't know. Honesty is more important to me. Thank you. Like, that's been always a big thing for me. And that's why a lot of times I'll tell girls before, and I'm like, I might not come. And mm-hmm. they still, they, I feel like half the time they're just like, oh, this guy's just trying to brag. It's this or that. No, sometimes there's just no feeling down there. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it is. Well, it's probably because, like, yesterday I jerked off five times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> ashwagandha, it helps. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's yeah. just like, it, it gets down to it. Like, 
it's not about the final result, as you were saying. Like, I'll, I'll go home later and I'll jerk off and it'll be fine. But let's just have each other for right now. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Well, I have one more question for you, Nathan. Um, Alrighty. When and what was the last thing to enter your butthole? Oh, that's a oh, good one. The hard hitters. Um, <laughs> I know she's within earshot, and and she's probably going to say it wasn't. Uh, it's it's it should be sooner. Uh, I don't remember the last time I had something in my ass. It was before we we just moved and we bought a house and and we completely congratulations by the way. I, I thanks. Uh, I'm pretty because I can remember it based on the bed I was in and it was in our old house. So that was at least September. Um, I think it was right before that. Um, and it, I think it was okay. I don't remember it because when we do that, I do a lot of things that alter your mind Mm -hmm. and, um, (laughs) and it's, it's been a minute and I know now that I'm saying it out loud. Mm -hmm. Does it rhyme with floppers? No, actually. Oh, okay. You don't Uh, have to disclose what it is if you don't want to. I'm curious though. No, no, no. I, I, so I have, I have a magic formula. I know we're up against time and I want to make this quick. Uh, (laughs) I know, um, I have a magic formula. Two uh, whiskey drinks. A whiskey drink, edible. and he takes a vodka drink. He takes a lager drink. He takes a cider drink. That's the that's the magical potion. Okay, anyway, so sorry, I interrupted me. you though. What was it's, it? Two whiskey no, shots, and then go what? With the lyrics. And a Red Two Bull? whiskey cups, and 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 uh, nope, just whiskey straight, okay. and then um, edibles. Ed- oh, okay, a specific milligrams or uh, whatever can take down a small rhino. Oh, so a lot. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm very sensitive to, to weed, so I only do like 10 milligrams at a time. If I do oh, any I can do like 100. And, oh my and god! That's usually, where we go. I would be. Yeah. I would. I would. I would just be not saying words if I. I'm a shell of myself at that point, but she can fuck <laughs> nice. my body at that point, and I should be fine. What was that? So what was it? Was it a finger? Was it a strap on? Um, it was a uh, finger and uh, strap on. Nice. Yeah. Graduated slow. I think she used plugs too. Nice. So, uh, whatever she does back there, she's like an auto mechanic. I just trust that she knows what she's doing, <laughs> and I will I will pay the bill at the end. That's great. <laughs> if it's too much, I'll say something. Uh, even even in my mind altered state, we still have like we tell each other, "All right, that's enough." Like, we know what to say. Um, we don't necessarily use safe words. We're just like, please fucking stop. <laughs> Do you like have pain the next day? I feel like if I, if I were that loose and I was doing a lot of butt stuff, I would be worried about hurting myself. No, not typically. Um, or, I mean, from what I remember, I mean, I just, I feel lighter the next day. But, like, <laughs> that's, that's really it. Like, yeah, no, we haven't done it in a minute and I'm, I'm interested in doing it again. Um, I'm also interested in it being an actual person. Yeah. I gotcha. So, that'll be, uh, something that I maybe will try in the new year. Okay. So we shall see how that goes. Should be fun. Well, um, you've done that before, though, yeah. right? Or no? I've I've, I've never, never I've never taken it. it. I've given it. But oh. I've never taken it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, like uh, I'm no stranger to a penis in my face, but I've never had one in the ass. So I'm like, uh, maybe in the new year we'll give that a we'll give that a try. Okay. Goals. That's man. That's yeah. awesome. Good for you. Don't you can't you can't. <laughs> you, just always give it a shot. You know, we I used to be kind of like closed minded to things. I'm like, you don't know what you like until you try it once or twice or three times. And then you decide whether or not it's it's your jam. And if it's not, don't mm-hmm. ever do it again. That's exactly how I feel. I've been trying to like fucking mushrooms for the longest time. And I keep trying them. And I just don't like them. But that's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not everything's yeah. for everyone. Yes. And yeah. we'll talk more uh, about it's that. It's not after. universal. That's why sex is so great. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what you were saying about you never know till you try. Every time somebody's tried to put anything in my butthole, 
my body clenches up like i i can't do it i want to try mm-hmm. it i know that the prostate is like an amazing thing i want it it won't allow me like well, I, that's kind of an auto response i mean i not that i don't believe you I do, no, yeah, yeah. but like I, mine was like that until I really, like, very carefully started training it to not be. Yeah. And now it's like that again, because I haven't done anything anal in a long time, probably, like, a few yeah. years. Yeah. So, like, when I first... So, when you say you've tried it, has somebody tried to do something to you, or have you yeah, tried yeah. it yourself? Not, like, I, people have tried doing it to me. I've tried a couple of times on myself, and it's just... Yeah. It's always weird by yourself. But you should start out by yourself, because yeah. that's when you're most relaxed and you're most comfortable. Okay. There's no pressure... You aren't worried about, like, you know, having some kind of accident. That's the thing, I think, that's, like, the stressor of it all. Like, you don't want to, you don't want an embarrassing situation to happen. And you don't want to, like, shit on your partner's dick. Like, that fucking sucks. Um, so <laughs> No one wants a shit dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or on a dildo or whatever it is, you know? So, like, if you just kind of practice a little bit on your own... You can get like a really, really thin, like training butt plug and just lube it up and just very slowly start putting it in and just do that like a couple times a week and then get a little bit bigger. And, you know, you just eventually are taking whatever. Taking traffic cones in no time. (laughs) Then you get like game lessons from you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That seems like a lot of work. Uh. you, You have to train. Your butthole is not like created to take things in so you do have to kind of like hack your own body to allow for that and it doesn't just do it automatically like you have to really like figure out how to make it work if you want to except for that one person that i met (laughs) who did take it automatically (laughs) (laughs) as automatically as a a human asshole could possibly well that probably wasn't their first time though right definitely wasn't exactly there was a guinness world record on the wall well, like when when my butthole is like really trained up nicely, I can pretty much take whatever without much notice. But like right now, like I said, I'm out of practice, so I would have to like build back yeah. up to it. But like back when I was webcamming, I was doing anal like to myself on camera like almost every day. So at that point, I could I could take almost anything. It was fine. What a schedule! Nice. Yeah, I was making money. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. <clears throat> Well, I think you said we have a time limit for today. I think yeah, we're I think we there. should probably probably wrap this up. Yeah, I'm going to go up. get tacos now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Go to New York in the morning. Yeah. Nice. Have fun be... in New York. Thank you. I hope you I, have we, lots we of good sex to... in your hotel room. I will. And we, we also were thinking maybe we try to find somebody while we're there. So I will I will report back. Fingers anything, crossed. If anything happens I love there. travel My... Tinder. I do. That's like the only time I ever get on Tinder is when I'm traveling and when I'm like by myself and have a couple of days. And I, yep. yeah. Well, they just great. put you in front of everybody when you're in a new location. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is a new yeah, person. Yeah. See mm-hmm. what they have. Yeah. Especially a place like New York. There's lots of people who are just like pouncing on the tourists. Yeah. So you can participate in that if you want to. It's fun. Hey, baby, want to come into my piano bar? <laughs> I hooked up with this guy in New York a few years ago who told me he was an ass model, which was obviously a lie. And, but I was playing along. I was like, okay, this is a cute game he's playing. And I showed up to meet him, and I was like, so what's your job? And he's like, I'm an ass model. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. And he's like, really? Usually people believe me. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> the grin on your face tells me that you are not telling the truth. But he was kind of being cheeky. It was fine. Cheeky? You see what I did there? That's what? good. That's clever. Uh, that was good. That was a, it's a clean joke. <laughs> there you go. Should get up on stage nice. tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, it's been fantastic talking with you, Nathan. It's been too long since we've done one of these. Oh, I know. So happy to be here with you guys. No, yeah. thank you. Thank you for coming. Do you have uh, anything that you want to plug or anything out there that you want to? Sure. Why not? Um, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Burley Nathan, B-U-R-L-Y-N-A-T-H-A-N. Um, you can follow me there. I also post shows. So if you're in the Florida area um, or maybe even potentially other states in the next year, crossing our fingers, um, I produce uh, burlesque shows here in the Tampa Bay area. And They're fantastic. They're wonderful. Um, yeah, Ruby was in the last one we did, uh, which was a huge hit. And after that show, we sold out half of the house the same night of the last show for the next one that we're doing, which is insane. Hell yeah. Uh, we're, we're almost sold out completely yeah. already. Um, but we have five burlesque performers coming from that one. A few of them are coming in from other states. I have a performer coming from Chicago and some all over Florida. So it's going to be a great, great show. Um, but just follow me, Burley Nathan, on on the Instas and the TikToks. And that's where I got my stuff. Thanks. Okay. Well, thank you for coming, Nathan. This has been an awesome conversation. Seriously, like this eye-opening and maybe butthole opening for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to gobble my chair up right now. So. Yeah, and it's been really nice uh, being your guest co-host yeah. for this one. It was a lot of fun. I hope to do it again sometime. Oh, thank- I hope to have you back on. Do you have anything to plug, Ruby? Sure. You can follow me on Instagram. It's Ruby underscore Tesla. Uh, that's kind of the main place where I post most of my shit. I, you can also find me on Facebook, but I, I have like a thousand friend requests, so good luck. Uh, yeah, Instagram's the place to go. Um, you can also follow my OnlyFans if you want to see my butthole. Nice. Um, it's Well, mostly I just post my tits, but sometimes you get butthole every once in a while, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, it's just OnlyFans.com slash RubyTesla. Uh, so yeah, do that and give me money. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Give her you? money. Me, uh, you can find me on Instagram at It's Trace Time. Uh, and I'm going to be doing shows, uh, the sixth at Margate at, uh, look it up on my Instagram, <laughs> the 11th in Hollywood and the 25th in Hollywood. Nice. So I have a bunch of comedy shows coming up. I'm excited for them. They're all going to be fun, all different. And yeah, but, nice. uh, as always guys, I always like to leave it with a message and I've been thinking about this a lot lately. It's called the backwards law. And that law states that the pursuit of a positive experience in itself is a negative experience. But the pursuit, the acknowledgement of your negative experiment experience is a positive experience in one. So finding the way to live your life and accepting your position that you're in is just something that's so powerful to have. And that's where you're going to find true happiness in life. And coming out of the holiday season and where we are right now, I think that, you know, the new year, that's something that you should be focusing on is just accepting where you are and having that positive experience because you are loved. People want to be around you. I mean, we just thank you for listening to this and being a part of it every time. And that's just where I want to end it today, guys. I love that. Yeah, uh, that's so sweet. <laughs> thank you. That was great.